Welcome to the alchemy of music. We all remember that song during a summer romance or during a bad breakup. We all remember that album that changed your life. And we remember that concert we'll never forget. We'll dive into those nostalgic moments, hear personal stories while examining the cultural and cerebral effects music has and the magic it creates. We'll highlight upcoming tours, artists to see, and the latest in music. I'm your host, Tommy, and now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alchemy of Music. Thank you for joining me on another episode. I'm so happy to have you guys here with me as always. Everyone really loved last week's episode about Baz Luhrmann. I had so many questions, so many people telling me what their favorite movies were or songs. So I'm so glad you guys enjoyed that. There will be more episodes, I promise you, like that. I'd love to dive into like Sofia Coppola someday or something. So, but thank you guys. I love how you appreciate that because that's something I love so much. And again, I've said it before, music is a huge important aspect when creating any sort of film or even TV. It is huge. Um, But yeah, we're going to keep making more of those episodes. And thank you so much for enjoying that one. I really do appreciate all the uh, love. I promise you guys I have some guests coming on some future episodes. This has been one of the craziest summers that I've ever had. I really do think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the pandemic. Finally, everyone's feeling better. Lots of graduations, lots of weddings, baby showers, you name it. I have not stopped. And then on top of that, a lot of my friends' birthdays are in the month of July. So it's just been crazy, crazy hectic. But I promise you, we have some amazing episodes coming up with some amazing guests amazing stories, amazing topics. I promise, promise, promise I've got so much fun stuff for you. But today on today's episode, we're just going to talk about some random music stuff that I had floating around in my mind and I know you'll appreciate it just as much as I do. So first of all, I know you guys know because I've told you many times before But I love Friday Night Crate Diggers every Friday. It is my go-to. As soon as my work day ends, I get a drink. Sometimes I work out first and then I drink. But I put on my Crate Diggers and I look for new music. Guess what? It is not called Crate Diggers anymore. It's called the New Music Friday. I have no idea why that is. But I was so shocked. I was like looking it up and I'm like, what? Couldn't believe it. So you guys are looking for Crate Diggers. It's not called that anymore. It is called New Music Friday Dance. So just an FYI on that one. Speaking of dance music, I'm loving Calvin Harris's new song with Halsey, Justin Timberlake, and Pharrell, Stay With Me. I love it. I love the sound of it. Calvin Harris has said before he curates his tracks 
to be uplifting and happy. There's like a science to making a song catchy, uplifting, and enjoyable. And he has admitted, I believe it was on Twitter, ages ago that that's something he really likes to do. And that's why he always has such good jams. And they're always like at weddings and parties. I always put Calvin Harris on any of my playlists. But I definitely love this song and he always shoots for summer because everyone needs a good summertime track and this one is definitely it. I actually really, really enjoy it. I don't know if you guys heard it, so let me know. I'm super excited because I'm going to see Elton John. It's his last tour, so I see him on Wednesday and I can't wait. I've told you guys before, Elton John was one of my first tape cassettes that I ever, ever, ever had. I loved him. I saw him on The Muppets. If you guys want to YouTube it, go look up Elton John on The Muppets if you haven't seen it. I just will never forget his clothes and the feathers and the sequins. And I remember being a little kid being like, this guy is cool. And then my mom bought me his tape cassette and I loved, you know, Crocodile Rock and Benny and the Jets. And it just, my love for Elton John is forever. So I'm super excited because this is a dream come true. Definitely a manifestation. I wanted to see him before the pandemic and I thought I never got the tickets and I thought this is it. But guess what? The pandemic is giving me that moment. So I finally get to see Elton John and I can't fucking wait. And if you want to talk about manifestation, my girlfriend Alana, she's been on the podcast twice already. She texted me over the weekend asking me if I wanted to see Blondie. I almost lost it. I am a huge Blondie fan. My mom used to play Blondie for me. I watched their videos. I had no idea they were even touring. The biggest fan of Debbie Harry. I just think she's the ultimate, ultimate woman. Like there's nothing cooler than fronting an all-guy band. And one of the guys, Chris Stein, used to be her boyfriend and they're long, their long-time friends now. I'm not sure if they still date, but I just, I had no idea. And then I realized they were going on tour and it, they'll be uh, in Boston August 14th. You can look up their tour on their websites on the internet, but they are going around so I just can't even believe it I never even I don't even know when the last time they toured was so I think this is so exciting uh, once in a lifetime and I'm definitely definitely going to check them out so super super exciting and if you guys don't know anything about Blondie I highly suggest maybe I'll do an episode you know what, I'm going to do an episode on Blondie someday because uh, their story is interesting and she's, Debbie Harry's the coolest, so I'll definitely do an episode on them someday for sure. So I know I told you guys I've been super slammed, but no matter how busy I am, there's plenty of content. I seemingly find myself in situations talking to people or experiencing something music related. I brought my sister out to eat for her birthday and we're having a great time and the restaurant had just opened. It's a rooftop bar. 
everything's just opened up. It's so funny because they had just turned on the music after we sat down. Didn't even really notice it just because me and my sister were like chit-chatting and having a cocktail. (laughs) The music was so great. It was just like 80s, the talking heads, tears for fears. I was loving it. We were singing, having a great time. You really, you honestly like, you get to my heart if you play anything from the 80s. You really, really do. And then I went to my co-worker's house. He had a cookout. I've been so busy. I always miss his events and I promised him that I promised to commit to his event this year and me and my friend Courtney, shout out Courtney, went to our buddy Kyle's house, shout out Kyle, and he was super excited because he wanted me to meet his friend Carmen who's also the biggest Lana Del Rey fan. She showed me her vinyls, which was so cool. When I was outside, I hadn't met her yet. She walked out the door and she looked at me and she goes, I knew you were a Lana Del Rey fan by the dress you were wearing. It was super funny and we hugged each other and we bonded over her vinyl, which was amazing. And then I was like, have you seen her music videos? She's like, no. I'm like, what? She's never, if anything, guys, I love Lana Del Rey, but what has made me really love Lana Del Rey is her freaking music videos. If you guys have never watched her music videos, please do me a favor. As soon as you get off, stop listening to this podcast. Go on YouTube and look up her music videos. Ride is one of my favorites. It's like, I don't know, like nine minutes long or something crazy like that. I don't know. Ride Born to Die is also a classic. National Anthem is classic. There's also Freak with Father John Misty and she actually takes some LSD in it. So that's a good one. And then my personal favorite is Tropico, which is a short film and she combines three different tracks maybe four, I think it's three in that one video, but that one's my all-time favorite, so I was like, after this party, you need to go watch Lana Del Rey's videos, and then with that said, we were just talking about music, and they're young, Kyle is 25, I forget that they never really experienced music videos like we did, Now, we were all talking and, you know, of course they remember music videos on MTV, but it was like not the way we experienced it in the 90s. I just sometimes I forget, you know what I mean? You forget that people didn't get to experience music videos. Like I was on the cusp end of it where I got to really see music videos on TV, VH1, MTV, and then it slowly started to fade away by the 2000s. I was old enough to remember that and old enough slash young enough to experience it. Uh, But I love music videos. I mean, I don't even think half of this podcast would exist if I didn't get to watch all the amazing music videos. And I think I've talked about this before, like pop-up video is legit one of my favorites. One of my favorites where you get the little facts and the music video. I know they still show that on just like the channels 
the extra MTV VH1 channels that only play music videos all day, but those were just everything to me growing up, and I definitely wouldn't be the person I am or have this podcast if it wasn't for music videos, so I think obviously the younger generations, they watch them, they know music videos, everyone has access to YouTube, but I feel like they're not as exciting maybe or maybe people aren't as interested I'm just I'm not sure it could depend on the individual but yeah I was absolutely shocked that she had uh never seen uh most of Lana's videos so that was pretty interesting and then just having that conversation with them about the days when music videos rocked MTV and VH1 so that was pretty cool I follow Rock His Station on Instagram. They coined themselves the world's biggest rock page, and they post so much about rock and roll every single day. And uh, over the weekend, I saw a post in honor of Ian Curtis's birthday. And if you don't know who Ian Curtis is, he is was the lead singer from the band Joy Division. One of my favorite songs is Love Will Tear Us Apart. But I, a few years ago, went down this Ian Curtis rabbit hole. I watched a video about him on YouTube and then started reading information. And his story is very sad, but I remember thinking they need to make a movie on this guy because despite the sad, very sad aspects, I do think the band itself and who Ian Curtis was was pretty interesting. I'm going to briefly tell you a little bit about him, but basically he had, you know, dealt with what most normal rock stars deal with. They're on tour, they're drinking, they're partying. Uh, He was married, he had a little bit of a love affair. Then he was diagnosed with a seizure disorder and it was progressively getting worse and basically doctors told him that if he doesn't change his behavior and change his ways that it's just going to get worse. Of course he didn't change and his seizure disorder only grew. He even suffered some seizures on stage which is wild that in itself made me like super sad but he was given a particular medication that was like changing his moods and the end of the story is he ended up killing himself but in general he was a super cool guy I remember thinking oh my god they need to make a movie on this guy as sad as the ending was I think he lived so much and there was so much personality in the 23 years that he was able to live and how he kind of pushed himself and wanted more for himself as a regular guy like he was considered hip and cool and just different those are the people that I think despite his death and it being so tragic I think he did live fully he followed his intuition to who he wanted to be and what he wanted to do. So just reading and hearing about him, obviously so, so sad, but that's the type of performer that my mind is just, I'm 
wowed by and I want their stories to be out there to be heard because more often than not we tend to focus on certain celebrities performers and their tragedies sometimes we miss other artists out there who have had an impact and have brought so much to this world just in who they are as an individual. And that's something that's important to me to discuss on this podcast. And Ian Curtis was one of those people, like I said, I think he lived so fully in those 23 years. He's someone I definitely want to talk more about and celebrate. As someone who loves music, I naturally follow so many music-related Instagram pages. The one thing I noticed was that so many singers, performers, share the astrological sign of cancer. Now, I think that is so interesting to me. I love astrology. I'm not into, like, future predicting, but I do believe that each planet has an energy, and I'm a Pisces, I'm such a Pisces. You, It's like down to a T. I'm also a Taurus moon and a Libra rising, but Cancer is very similar to Pisces. They're a water sign, which is usually indicates that they're very emotional, they're intuitive, they're artistic. Cancer signs are also known to be nurturers they're domestic and they also can be moody and that sign itself is ruled by the moon and I was looking up all the people that share the astrological sign of cancer and it is mind-blowing so I'm just gonna breeze through it right now George Michael Cindy Lauper Jessica Simpson Oliver Tree 50 Cent Missy Elliott, Lil' Kim, Debbie Harry, Michelle Branch, Cheryl Cole, Alessia Cara, Ariana Grande, Lana Del Rey, Courtney Love, Callie Uchis, Chloe Bailey, Kelly Pickler, June Carter, Jason Mraz, Solange Knowles, Selena Gomez, Ringo Starr, Chris Cornell, Carly Simon, Brian May from Queen, Cat Stevens, obviously Ian Curtis, Don Henley, so many people. I was like, whoa, thought that was interesting. And that's why, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But I do think there is something when it comes to planets and the energies around them. I'm a Pisces. Pisces people are known to be artistic. They're intuitive. And they also love music. Duh. Think of Rihanna, Kurt Cobain. Super interesting. I thought I would share that. And um, any of you guys cancer signs out there? I'm curious. Let me know if you agree with this description. Let me know. Alright guys, that is it for me for today. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode and I promise I have some amazing guests that will be coming to you in the month of August and the fall. Super excited. Thank you guys for joining me every time I share an episode. Thank you for letting me know your thoughts and your opinions 
I appreciate it so much. I love when you guys let me know that an episode has resonated with you or or something discussed has you thinking or looking up a track. I love that. This is what this podcast is about. So thank you guys so much. And please, if you love this podcast, please don't forget to rate it, review it, share it. It helps this podcast get out there. It helps all these wonderful stories be heard. And again, as always, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate every single one of you. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Take care. (laughs) 